The Politocrat Daily Podcast online store is hotting up with more items to choose from. On your travels to the store at the-politocrat.myshopify.com, you will find 66 and counting, 66, at least 66 different products, all designed by yours truly. So come one, come all to the Politocrat Daily Podcast online store at the-politocrat.myshopify.com. Really good stuff there. I think you'll love it. So get ready to go and have this great experience online. Bye now. Thank you very much for your support. Welcome to The Politocrat. I'm Omar Moore. It is Tuesday, February the 16th, 2021. On this edition of The Politocrat, a conversation with entrepreneur, event planner, author, marketer, motivational speaker, and MBA, Leyland Sawyer. Conversation will be about business and how business grows and thrives and how you can succeed in business. That and a few other tips from the one and only Leyland Sawyer. Coming up next. I must say to you all that when I think of black excellence and black enterprise, I think of my guest today on the Politocrat Daily podcast. She is an MBA, an author, an entrepreneur, a motivational speaker. She event plans. I mean, she does so many things. I I mean, what doesn't my next guest do? (laughs) She's a master marketer. And I think one of the great marketers that we have, I think I can only think of Roland Martin as a marketer who does the kinds of things that my next guest does. I want to introduce you all to a citizen of the world. Her name is Leyland Sawyer. Leyland, welcome to this edition of The Politocrat. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm absolutely humbled. Glad we were able to jump on so quickly. I'm really about um, execution and speed of action. And so I was like, when people ask me to do something, I'm like, yes, can we do it today? Like how soon, how fast can we get this done? So thank you so much for inviting me to the show. I'm excited. And and I'm excited to have you here. Thank you for being here. And also I want to thank you, first of all, before I uh, continue on with what I was going to ask you about your businesses, um, thank you for inviting me on your Instagram live. I, I, I had to jump on and be a part of that because even though I was only on it to say hello, I, I saw you speaking with Roland and the kinds of things you were saying to him and to your audience, which is a very plentiful audience of over 80,000 followers on Instagram. And I'm going to ask you to give out your social media if you don't mind. I really, really listened to what you had to say. And I thought confidence, excellent salesmanship or salespersonship and a drive to succeed and you're doing that so i want to thank you for allowing me to be on with you for a few moments 
Oh, you're so welcome. I love that. It's such a candid and casual, laid back environment for everyone to feel comfortable to come on and express themselves, ask questions. Thirsty Thursdays is a very unique day for me because it really is an opportunity for my supporters to come on and pretty much have candid conversation about any topic that their heart desires. So you're more than welcome. I'm always honored and humbled when people want to come on and share their insight or even ask questions. Yeah, and that's the thing that I must say before continuing, a lot of people, unless maybe I'm not in the right parts of Instagram, but I don't find a lot of entrepreneurs being as open and as engaging and as honest as you are. Honestly, I, I don't see that too much. There's a sense of hide the ball, let's mystify the process, and you completely demystify and you are very open about inspiring people, which is something that I don't find a lot from certain quarters. So I thank you for that. Again, I know it's been a thank you fest for the first few minutes, uh, but I do no really worries. respect and appreciate that from you for your openness yeah. to people. I appreciate it as well. And it's good because I get in the zone. So when I'm focused on something, a task or a new business venture, I really have my tunnel vision blinders on and so when people share just how it's impacting them or their thought process it really helps put things into perspective for me because sometimes I do have a tendency to just get really narrowed in on whatever goal I'm working on so it's great to just hear feedback and it gives me an opportunity to make you know adjustments where necessary or just focus more on the thing that's working well right now when you you you, you get into business and you talk business and you are business and you do it so well. And I wanted to ask you about your business or businesses in terms of the ones you have. And then after that, I would ask you another question, which would be, did you, well, let's just stick with, first of all, the businesses that you have right now so that listeners can uh, get some more information about patronizing your business. Can you talk about the kinds of businesses you have? Yes. Yeah, so a lot of people don't know I am a full-time um, consultant. So even though I am an entrepreneur and a lot of people make being an entrepreneur very glamorous, it's really not as glamorous as it seems because it is a lot of hard work involved. It's rewarding when you're working on your passion, but sometimes you do need the full-time income or that foundation to invest or reinvest into the things that you're really passionate about. So I am a full-time consultant. I have a background in IT compliance, risk, and uh, a master's in project management. So that's really allowed me to apply those skill sets to what I'm currently doing in my business. And I am an event space owner and I also manage um, Airbnbs and event spaces. So I've been in that industry for about seven years, starting off just realistically doing my own location, making it something I wanted to create content out of and people slowly asking me to rent it out to do their own photo shoots and small intimate events. And from there it kind of blossomed. I took a step back away from it and then recently decided that it was something I enjoyed because I do like bringing experiences to life. So my venue is called Laid Spaces, which stands for Live All Your Dreams. And it is a location that essentially it's, I put it together so you can come out and really bring your vision to life. And so that's kind of the bulk of what I'm doing. I am a speaker. I'm also a coach and an author. I have written a book. It's called Love It All Starts With You. But my main passion, and I think the thing that's really driving or pouring all my energy into right now is the, the event venue because it's never ending. No two days are the same. 
And as I've really built the momentum over the last six months since I've been open, now I can see where my niche is and the things that I should work on and the things and areas I need to adjust. And then, you know, like you said, people are always asking me, well, how do you get started? And it's usually the next question. How do you get started in the event space or Airbnb industry? And I always tell people, one, you just have to ask yourself, why are you doing it? Is it just for the money? Because I think if it's just for the money, it's not a bad idea, but it's not going to fuel you on the days that you're tired. It's not going to fuel you on the days that you know you have X, Y, Z or certain clients to call back or things that need to take place. So there just has to be an additional reason why you're doing it. And then get really clear on kind of what that looks like for you. If you'd like to open an event space, what is your vision for that event space? Kid parties, are you looking to do weddings? Are you looking to do birthday parties, pop-up shops, brand launches? You don't necessarily have to just pick one. However, you do have to have a vision behind what you'd like to create because that's going to help you really manifest and find the thing or attract the place that you're looking for. Because people don't realize my process is me getting clear on the vision and visualizing it in my mind, my spirit, my energy, and then the space actually reveals itself from there. So I do a lot of things I reverse engineer a lot of things and I really focus on just getting clear and I follow up with what's necessary for the event space industry. Cause that's usually the next question. Uh, so now I just kind of give one or two tidbits and I always just tell people, you know, find something that's not too expensive, find something that you can go in and do the bare minimum in terms of kind of like a blank canvas. And then you have the ability to add some small touches to it but it not be extremely expensive to furnish. And then make sure that you find a location that is not too run down in an area that's too run down for safety purposes and not too upscale because obviously that's also going to affect the price of your rent. So you wanna really be cognizant of a place that's you know a couple thousand square feet. It could be as small as 500 or 750 square feet. And then using that first location to really be the blueprint for what you're trying to do because I tell people all the time, you know, just do things, do as much as you can and take ex action and execute on the thing because then you'll start to adjust and you'll find what works well in your event space. Because even though you can have a foundation, if I give you five or six of the main things, that's great. But if I got too specific and you tried to apply that to what you were doing, you may be in a city where that's not necessarily who your audience is. So once you get into the basics of it, you start to then tweak and adjust your pricing, the type of venue, what you want to see, the type of events you like to host. And very quickly, you'll see what's working well and where you need to improve. And what you're saying, and I, 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 I listen to what you've just said, and I say, you know exactly what needs to be done, your experience and your dexterity and your versatility and, you know, just the way that you have a plan set in your mind um, shows very clearly what you're about and what your mission is. And I always say to people on this podcast, Leyland, is you've got to have some kind of vision. Pick the attributes that you know that you are good at and try to build and parlay them into something that you can visualize that can be successful. And as you point out, not just about the money, because if that's only what you're going for, as you point out, things aren't going to work the way you necessarily want them and also have a plan B, I think. I yeah. mean, that's worked for yeah. you too, I guess. Um, 
So I diversify, honestly. Being a consultant, I've learned to, with, as a consultant, you're always kind of in the back of your mind thinking of what, you know, your contract is six months or 12 months or 18 months, and you have to really be thinking, okay, I need to do, is there an additional skill set I need to get? So within the event space industry, obviously I do Airbnb and event space, so that's technically diversifying. But then with that, I also do invest in stock and crypto. It's a whole nother podcast probably, but it's something that I'm slowly learning and, and getting information and knowledge about. And then I'm diversifying some in that aspect. My passion is to share my journey with others and help them understand the importance of self-love and the shift in mindset and how that's going to really impact and change your life. But because I like to bring the conferences and the different experiences, they really were, were able to, I was able to correlate the two and really combine them and have them complement each other very well. And it just so happened to turn into a whole other business. That's really wonderful that you explained it the way you did, because I was going to ask you about your passion and what keeps you going the way you're going, because you obviously have a great deal of confidence. And I think for anybody in business, you've got to have a level of confidence and belief. Uh, and also in the 21st century, you've got to know how to not only market your business, but market yourself along with your business. I think those are tremendously important qualities as well. And I think that one of the things uh, that I noticed for you, among many other things, is that you are so good at how you market yourself with the businesses that you market. Those are indispensable mm -hmm. qualities, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. I think it's really just being able to, sh to take what you're currently doing and apply it to different areas of your life. Like I said, as a speaker and someone who hosts conferences and wants to eventually do retreats and different things, getting a space, I was like, oh, this is perfect because now I don't need to find a space to throw my events at or throw my conferences. And so now I'm putting a lot of pieces into play so I can really start to really go into that. I haven't focused on my conferences in the past year because of COVID, but now having a location, I'll be able to really shift and pivot back into the thing I really enjoy, which is mentoring young men, men and women. And then also doing a lot of conferences that speak on the financial health, spiritual health, mental health, and um, physical fitness, because all of those parts really, when you take the opportunity to really fine tune them, collectively as a whole can just be life-changing for you. Mm. And the, what you talked about self-love and being able to do those kinds of things and really teach people and motivate and inspire people is so important um, because there has to be a sense of that when you do the businesses you do. And one of the things I did want to ask you um, is your whole business acumen and how you approach business specifically at uh, what time in your life did you say that you were going to be in a particular business was the business that you are in now or the businesses you are in now the places where you wanted to be in business when you first started or was it something different for you when i was a kid i wanted to be a lot of things a lawyer a doctor all the typical things <clears throat> excuse me and growing up, and this is for everyone, I believe every child or every young person as we're young, we have that invincible childlike capability to imagine the unimaginable and, and understand that there's no limit to the possibilities. And kind of 
through the experiences, our thought process is limited by people who have had bad experiences from the naysayers. And so hearing that enough, they push their fears on you, which some people are resilient enough to press forward anyways, and other people, it impacts them and affects them. I say all that to say is what I started to realize at a very young age is a lot of things happen organically for me based on something internal. So a gut feeling, an experience, something that's triggered an emotion for me. And that's what I always tell people. It's one thing to have your intention and set the intention. That's beautiful. That's perfect. Because I think that is what's going to attract a lot of what you're, what's happening to you, but then to understand there's no coincidences. So every part of my journey from consulting to the business has been 100% organic. And it it was a feeling that actually just uh, reverted to something that revealed itself. And then once I received the breadcrumb from life, I then really focused in on it and made it a priority for me. And I think that so many people were, were looking for our passion and were searching for the thing that, you know, we're excited about or the thing that we can make money from. And I think that if we can pivot and really focus on the passion, I absolutely love what I'm doing. I enjoy seeing the memories. Don't get me wrong, some days are hard, you know, like it's Valentine's Day, so I'm not really celebrating. I'm seeing other people celebrate. However, on Saturday, someone actually got proposed to here. And so guess what? Now I'm going to forever be part of their memory from the day that they were uh, they became engaged. And so that is to me something that's priceless because I'm constantly seeing these beautiful memories and experiences being created on a consistent basis. And it all reverts back to the thing that I'm just truly passionate about helping others bring their vision to life, creating new memories, joy, love, happiness, excitement, experiences. And so I just say with everyone, set the intention but really focus on the passion and then allow what's happening to organically reveal itself and try a few things and see what works well and where you need to where you need to adjust but understand that there's no such thing as coincidences because every single part of my journey has been a beautiful unfolding of one door closing and another amazing opportunity opening and me being willing to step outside of my comfort zone and take the necessary risk or the leap of faith. Mm. A couple of other things, and I really appreciate what you had to say, and I'm sure uh, people listening and watching will too, and I appreciate that you, um, again, you, you, you put it the way you do. Um, a couple of other things um, here. One, validation. I talk about this on Twitter. I talk about this sometimes on the podcast and how one needs to validate oneself. That is what my philosophy Absolutely. is. And, and 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 you obviously, you, you agree with that. Because I think that a lot of people in business or outside of business look for outside validation. And that is the thing that gets them going when for whatever reasons in their life, upbringing, whatever that those things might be in their background, that keep, or the society that keep them from looking inward and saying, hey, look, you know what? I can get this done today and I'm the one that validates that. My very existence and what I do um, are a validation in and of itself. And that's one thing that no one can take from me. What is your take on validation? Can you talk a bit about that? What, as it 
regards business or even just personally? As soon as you said it, and I don't know how much spiritual conversation we can have on this show. As much as you'd the like. First thing that, the first thing that came to mind was God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And so you, there's no need for anyone else to validate you because when you were chosen for that very special purpose, you were going to be equipped with everything you need and you already embody what you see. In short, there's like no other perfect way for me to say that because that's initially what my spirit wanted to scream out when you said that. Great. Well, so I'll... you're, you already, you already have everything. You, you already have what you possess. You have all the qualities, all the characteristics, all those things are already within you. And the moment you start to just believe in self and really tap into that and take action and step outside of that comfort zone, what you're doing is you're flexing your courage muscle. And so the more things you do, you're like, I'm not quite sure, but I'll try it. And then it works out and you're like, oh, wow, maybe I am good at this thing. From there, it leads to something else, a speaking opportunity, a convention, a seminar, a retreat, and all these things. It's okay to be scared. You just can't allow the fear to stop you from going after what you're truly called to do. I, I, I kid you not, Leylan. Literally a couple of days ago, I did an episode and I said, everything you have is already within you. And you've just said the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> you've just said the same thing. Oh yeah. my goodness me. Wow. Um, yeah. One other thing I wanted to ask you because uh, I think this is also important. And you've, you've, you've kind of outlined this already during the course of our conversation. Right. What things yeah. should people avoid? What's the one or two things just in terms of a recap or something additional that you might want to say, should people avoid yeah. in business and what things should they hold on to in business to get them started, to get them to keep thriving? In life, you must protect your dream. You have to guard your dream and guard your vision because so many people are waiting and wanting and praying for you to fail. And the more times that you share it with people who don't want bet what's best for you, who don't genuinely want you to win or succeed, it's giving others the opportunity to wish negative on you or speak negative or speak their fears. So I always say, whatever your vision or dream is, find the one or two people that you can freely share that with, you can manifest, you can share your vision, who are happy for you, who pray for you, who want to see you succeed and want to be a resource. How can and, and actually do things to assist you in that vision and then protect it from everyone else because you have to have enough courage to set a goal and then it takes so much more for you to execute so when you're coming up against naysayers and you're sharing it with other people who are scared because it didn't work out for them or they're not courageous enough to pursue it or they're too old or too this or too that all the lies they've told themselves you now have to combat your own personal fear and internal voices and now you have to combat their their negativity as well. So I would say, first and foremost, like you said, understand that you already embody what you see. Second of all, protect and guard your dream. Like it is just the most precious, beautiful thing and share it with only those who can actually be in a space to be happy for you and contribute in any facet to that dream. And then execute. Don't be afraid to try things. Because so often we suffer from analysis paralysis so we don't want to make the move because we want the next move to be the best move but the only way you're going to get good or fine-tune your processes is for you to try things and figure out what works 
And that is going to require you to take ex- take speed and actually execute towards the thing that you want because you can also move too slow. You can think, oh, I'm going to write a book and it takes you seven years, which I actually have my second book I wrote in 2014. Strangely enough, it's coming out soon. And it took me seven years. And my second book that I actually released first, it took me four months to write. Wow. So imagine that, how quickly from the difference of the execution of the speed that that took. But those three or four things. And then more importantly, because I am a self-love advocate, people need to understand that, you know, loving yourself and being kind and giving yourself grace is so important because there's only one you and no one's going to do what you do quite like you do. No one's going to execute on the idea that you have. No one's going to fulfill certain things, needs, purposes, and has those characteristics quite like you do. So just walk into that and be confident in whatever it is that you're going after because it's already yours. All you have to do is get into alignment with it and then stop trying to figure out all the details and let it unfold organically. This is a superb piece of advice, as is everything (laughs) that you have said. (laughs) I mean, this is just remarkable. I mean, this is so good, Um, which is one of the reasons I've invited you on. Before we do go, I must ask you to share with everybody the titles of your books, um, social media, where people can follow you and Instagram, whatever you, you want to share. Please do that for us now, if you can. Of course. I am Leyland Sawyer. MBA. All my social media is Leyland. So L A Y L L E N. You can reach me on all social media platforms from that. So if you reach out to me, send me a message or you can inbox me. You have some opportunity or if there's something you'd like to discuss in depth, then you can also reach out to me as well at Leyland at Leyland.com. But uh, once again, I'm just excited and humbled and really embracing every step of the way as things are unfolding and just trusting the process. And so uh, thank you once again for having me on. Thank you so very much, Leyland. It's an honor to have you here. Leyland Sawyer, you just heard from her, everybody. My goodness gracious me, I'll be linking to those platforms as well. Please do give Leyland a follow on all those platforms. And listen, seek her out. She's just terrific. Um, it's been an honor to have you on. Thank you so very much for being on, Leyland, on this edition of the Politocrat Daily Podcast. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. One thing I must say that I did not say during the conversation with Leyland is that we must support each other in terms of businesses. Reach out to your fellow business person. If you are a business owner, reach out to someone in your business line of work, or even if you're not in the same business line, you should reach out to someone, network with them, talk to them, pick their brains, especially when it comes to black businesses. We must support each other, particularly in black business. Reach out to people in business and support black businesses. Network with black businesses. Get involved with black businesses. Support and patronize black businesses. Very important, and I am proud to say that people are doing that, particularly where I'm concerned. I'm very pleased with the responses from people who are doing that. And I thank you. And I know that Leyland would would join me 
in saying that we must support each other and we must do positive things in terms of our business opportunities and make sure that we all do a little something to help each other in business. Thank you very much for listening to this edition of The Politocrat. And thank you very much again, Leyland Sawyer, for your expertise and analysis and for what you bring to business and what you have done and what you continue to do. Continued success to you. Thanks again for listening to this edition of The Politocrat. I'm Omar Moore.